0: It's probably fair to say that the pandemic caused the biggest change in the history of the workplace. Now, the proportion of adults who worked from home because of the pandemic increased to 37 percent in 2020 as our living rooms, bedrooms and kitchens all became our offices and gardens in some cases when the sun was out. So fast forward to now and the wheels are in motion, of course, for a return to the office for many giving us a kind of i suppose back to school feeling that kind of butterflies in your stomach feeling so while this return to normal might be celebrated by some for others it can cause return to office anxiety is what we're calling it so andrew bridgewater who's been on the show before is a chartered psychologist and uh, i welcome him back to the show hi andrew Hey, Adam, love to talk to you. It's great to talk to you because your voice is that of a calming voice. Um, and whenever anyone, <laughs> uh, especially me, fears some kind of anxiety or, or f- wants to plan ahead to stop anxiety, you know, at our doorstep, I, I feel that you're the person to come to and, and you give some great advice. So what kind of things may people experience as they kind of face the prospect of returning to the office right now?
1: Well, I think you introduced it beautifully, Adam. If you remember back to you know, what it used to feel like when we went back to the office after a holiday, sort of a couple of weeks. But this has been for many people up to a year and a half. Yeah. So it's that amplified. Um, those anxious feelings, those responses in our mind and body are our reaction to a perceived threat. So It may feel like a threat. So what I want to do is kind of deconstruct that for people and give them some sense that actually we just need to take this one step at a time. um, Be in the moment, as Eckhart Tolle would say, be present and actually you'll be fine. So there are some simple things that we can do, but I just wanted to frame that first.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there there are some people that might be listening right now who don't even know that they're feeling a bit anxious about returning to to work because anxiety Mm. can show in lots of different ways
1: does. It does. It's quite different for, for all of us, actually. So um, a feeling of tension in the chest, headaches, neck pain, difficulty sleeping, general irritability, off your food a bit. Um, bit angsty in the stomach you know but as i say it's different for everybody and sometimes other people will notice before we do you know a partner might say you're a bit cranky these days what's going on with you so just be compassionate with yourself expect that a little bit at the moment because your brain and and habits have changed in the last 18 months and they are going to need to adapt slightly to go back into the office
0: for me over the pandemic i mean i've never been an anxious person but as soon as the pandemic struck i noticed myself turning into to that anxious person and you know uh, as you say everyone's different for me personally it was because my son is is high risk um for for covid uh, so obviously my yeah. worries were keeping him away from it i was worried about myself uh, obviously out in the public when everyone was locked down i was still coming to work so my anxiety formed in the way of headaches and migraines and a sort of sicky feeling and shaking sometimes yeah. my hands would shake yeah. if i if i had an anxiety attack and it's very different like you mentioned and then for for lots of different people. So what Hmm. is it that we can do to stop it or help this when we feel ourselves not quite right? There's
1: a couple of angles. Um, There's a sort of psychological angle and there's a physical angle, sort of practical things that we can do. Let's start with the psychological first. We get very attached to our feelings. Um, And many of us, and I've done this for large portions of my life, believe that we are our thinking. And of course, our feelings are direct. Corollary, the other side of the coin uh, to our thinking. So, if we're thinking something, we're having feelings consistent with that. Now, when you begin to see that deeply, you can kind of be the watcher of your own experience. It doesn't happen straight away, but what we don't need to do is get hooked by the symptoms. So, that, those headaches, those, that, those strange feelings, that difficulty sleeping, we start to get anxious about the anxiety itself. But it's a perfectly normal reaction to a testing set of circumstances. And let's face it, if we went to the cinema and nothing ever went wrong in the plot, it wouldn't be very entertaining, would it? We'd no. probably walk out for about 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, very true.
1: So actually, we learn far more from the challenges of life. And it, I know it sounds like a truism and a platitude, but it's not. And And you will get so much more depth from this experience, this challenge you're facing now, if only to be able to understand what it is to experience anxiety when other people come to you with it, maybe somebody who works with you, for you, a colleague. And and therefore, that ability to understand what it feels like and to be able to just listen deeply is what it's about. And really, what we need to be able to do is, is listen deeply to others and be listened to deeply ourselves. Because when we are compassionate in that way, something changes in our physical body chemistry, but also in our psychological makeup. So, do speak to your manager, your employer, speak to, to colleagues. Um, dealing with uncertainty is challenging, it's challenging for all of us. And actually, this has been the biggest uncertainty. You put it very clearly at the beginning of the segment. And, and many of us have had to face up to uncertainties that we've never experienced before. So, that's a bit about the psychological. But on the physical, We start to breathe in a very shallow and ineffective fashion when we're anxious. I'm sure you've noticed this yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And what happens then is we aren't getting enough oxygen to the brain um, and our brain becomes depleted of oxygen and that in turn feeds the stressful experience. So you may need to interrupt your lack of breathing and breathe from the diaphragm that's deeply into the stomach uh, for deep breaths in and four deep breaths out. Do a few rounds of that and it will settle you down. We have this natural settle down mechanism. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Silly it sounds silly, but it's actually really easy to get dehydrated uh, and that will contribute to stress. I talked about presence. Um, you know, Most people are familiar with meditation and mindfulness, but presence, which is this concept that Eckhart Tolle talks a lot about in The Power of Now, is this pure consciousness. It's that Nothing on your mind. Now, very few of us ever experienced that during the day because we are literally having a head full of busy thinking the whole time. Yeah. But you do need to have some times when you haven't got a head full of thinking and you have to try and create that. As I say, you can do it with meditation. Walks in nature are wonderful for that because we tend to fall into the natural vibration of nature. Nature isn't worried at the moment about the leaves coming off the trees later in the year. Uh, They'll come off and they'll be back on again in the spring. And we are nature, we're the same thing, (laughs) just dressed up slightly differently. So as I say, exercising in nature is probably nature's antidepressants, really powerful. And make sure you're getting the right amount of sleep. Keep your gadgets out of the bedroom. Don't be tempted to check your emails in the night. Get a good nighttime routine where you're starting to settle down. So no caffeine, a couple of hours or so before bed. And just give yourself a chance to really relax into the evening.
0: OK, so what I'm getting from from this then is, is number one, talk to your boss if you have that anxiety feeling so that they can maybe make the situation a bit easier for you i mean here at the bbc if anyone who is returning to the office is a bit worried about uh people getting too close or just being around a huge amount of people that they're not used to they're allowed to wear a lanyard which basically says i'm new back to the office give me some space which is you know a great idea so something like that if an an employer's listening right now uh would probably be a good idea for staff who are returning um i agree Which will just help, like you say, help just to focus, you know, what you're doing when you're back at the office uh, to take some of those anxieties away. And then outside the office, um, I totally agree with you, taking your mind off of it almost by going for lovely walks seeing things that you haven't seen before or going to places that make you feel happy or that you remember as a happy place will i'm assuming take your your brain out of that kind of circular thought process where you're just constantly processing information and then you get a chance to like you say get rid of all those thoughts for it even if it's just for an hour
1: Well, this is exactly it, Adam. And actually, when we are constantly revisiting thoughts, if you think about it, our brains never get a chance to rest. And many of us are doing this, and we're doing it unconsciously, you know, just scrolling through social media, um, so it, it's it's important that we make a conscious effort to give our brains a rest. And just coming back to the uh, what you can do as a manager, explain the why. Why are people coming back to the office? Why is it imperative that people come back to the office? Because when we understand the why, the how becomes a lot easier. And if possible, allow some people people some flexibility and control, because when we feel we've got that, it's, it's a great stress reducer. And over-communicate as well as a manager or a boss, especially at this time.
0: Absolutely. Well, some really valuable tips there and hints. Um, If anyone's interested in in what you do and uh, they want to read up a bit more, where can they go?
1: Yeah, well, I've got a website at thementalhealthcoach.net, Adam, and there's a free audio course there called Seven Steps to Natural Stress Relief, where I go into a lot more detail than I've been able to go here. So that's at thementalhealthcoach.net.
0: Excellent. Well, as ever, it's been an absolute pleasure for you, uh, for me, and you, well, hopefully for you, chatting to me. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I'll put that in your mind subliminal messaging. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Uh, well, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up again uh, shortly. Thank you, Andrew. Yes, my
1: pleasure. Look forward to it. Thanks, Adam.